This week's episode of Here's What I Don't Get is brought to you with a moment of silence for... Uh, we're just going to go ahead and preemptively remember the riots that are going to happen today in Tulsa, killing, I don't know, let's say like 40. I think 40 is a good number. Uh, we all know who started it. Welcome back to Here's What I Don't Get from North to South, East to West, the only formerly fully functional city not burnt to the ground podcast to tackle all of life's toughest issues. I am your host, Tad Burr, and with me today, as always, my friend, Tim the Handlebreaker. That's right. Uh, I'm, uh, I would like to take this chance to say I'm selling, I'm currently selling Handlebreaker branded Molotov cocktails to anyone that needs them in the Tulsa area tonight. Yeah. I'm not. Uh, if you come near me, I'm going to shoot you. <laughs> I got I got another big box of ammo to shoot you with. Yes, that's right. Yeah. Uh, we, went, uh, we went shooting this yeah. weekend. Uh, we, bought, we bought about $1,400 worth of fireworks. Yep. And then because that wasn't enough. <laughs> it wasn't American enough. We went to a gun range and Tim shot a gun for the first time. That's right. And did you enjoy it? I did. Yeah. yeah. We played uh, We played Battleship, Target Battleship. And I beat you. Yeah. yeah. I'm, not a, I'm not a marksman. On my handshake, so I, I'll, I never yeah. have a chance of like becoming yeah. like a a crazy marksman. I'm just a I'm a shoot it. I can hit inside the body of a human being. That's, yes, that's center, my target. Center mass. Yeah. Yep. Uh, as we're recording on Saturday, not uh, Monday as usual, because you're about to go out of town. Yep. And tomorrow's Father's Day, and uh, so Saturday, this is the day of the big Trump rally. The city's been progressively locking down and pretending that it's because of the Trump rally. Yeah. And not because race baiter Al Sharpton came to town yesterday. Yeah. Uh, they've been boarding up quick trips and McDonald's and all kinds of stuff. People have been closing their businesses down for yesterday and today. Yesterday, nothing happened. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, it, nothing happened? Uh, I didn't check the news. I checked the, the news around midnight. The number... The I num- didn't see any, like... But uh, any, crimes, any, any crimes that crime happened? Stuff. Well, yeah. They're not going to report it uh, because then that would be racist. <laughs> the uh, the other thing I'm predicting is that on Monday, starting Monday, uh, we're gonna they're going to ramp testing up so hard in Oklahoma. We're going to be seeing like six to eight thousand tests per day uh-huh. on average. So that in so two, two weeks, weeks now, they can be like, there's a huge spike, and the spike's going to be less than 300. It's going to be less than a 300 person growth from Monday to two weeks from Monday, which yeah, is like July yeah. 10th or something like yeah. that. Uh, less than 300 da- new daily new cases total. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they're going to say that's a huge spike, and they're going to use that to like try and bludgeon Trump over the head with why these sure. uh, yeah. rallies are stupid. Meanwhile, I mean, they're already doing that everywhere. Yeah. Meanwhile, Juneteenth, which is a new, a new. Do you know? Did you know what Juneteenth was prior to like a week ago? Yeah, because that, we went to a historically black <laughs> high school. Uh, I didn't know. I knew about it before high school, but I thought it was a Tulsa thing because Juneteenth was like a jazz, a black jazz festival, music uh-huh. festival thing when oh, I was okay. a kid. You thought it was a local thing? Yeah, actually. I thought it was. I thought it was like a Tulsa thing, and it was uh-huh. like tied into the race. It's actually or something tied into Texas. Yeah, Texas was the first state to celebrate uh, the day of emancipation in of the slaves. Yes. 
but despite uh, them having the loosest slave laws, so everyone went there afterwards. <laughs> this what this feels like is they were just like they wanted to find a way to bash Trump about this, so they they were like uh, Juneteenth. It's a big holiday because a lot of people that I know have never heard of it. Yeah, I think we heard of it because we lived here, right? Sure. And I I think it was a bigger deal in Tulsa than it was in you know like Wyoming. Yeah. But also, I'm sure a he had nothing to do with it with the decision. This is yeah, yeah. And B, it was probably that guy that also made sure that the uh, the anti Antifa logo was the uh, Nazi political prisoner logo. Yeah, it, it's what it should really be is it should be the skull and crossbones because we should kill everyone that's in Antifa. <laughs> you say I'm in Antifa, we should just go. Oh, okay, cool. Hop on yeah. this bus. We're gonna go protest some stuff, and then they just drive the bus off a cliff. Into uh, Lake Placid, where you get eaten by a monster. Yeah. But uh, uh, no, the Juneteenth, the, the Juneteenth thing. I think you're exactly right because I think it's a lot like uh, Glenn Beck's Restoring Honor Rally, which was held on August 28th. And do you know what? Why August 28th is a famous date? Why? Can you guess? Off uh, the top of my head. Yeah. No. Okay, I'll give you a second hint. He was going to hold the rally on the steps of the Lincoln Memorial. Was that the date of Lincoln's assassination? No. No. Nope. That was in. Uh, it was earlier than that in the year. I'll give you a third hint. Is it the, the oh. day of the... No. The day of the what? The the last uh, day of the Civil War. No. No. Uh, it was... There was a rally there on August 28th that was a big civil rights rally, and we all know the speech that was okay, made there. Okay, gotcha. Okay. Yeah. It, was, uh, it's, it was the anniversary uh, of Dr. Okay. King's I Have a okay. Dream speech, right? Yeah. And yeah, okay, okay. They shit all over him for it, like, like, oh, you're trying to co-op Dr. King, blah, yeah. blah, blah. But what happened was they're like, we want to do it September 12th, and it was like, okay, uh, you can't do it September 12th. Yeah. It's not open. And they're like, all right. And they just kept going back one yep. week in one yep. week increments. Like, okay, we can't do it that week because we have this thing going on. Also, and then the memorial, and they just kept pushing it, pushing, it, pushing. It, and then it got yeah. to August 28th, and it was like, this day's open, and. Our schedules are open. We're going to do it this day. Yeah. No idea what the actual significance of the date was. And I think no. that's the exact situation that happened with this, too. Because that event is not tied to a particular date. No. No. Yeah. I if, think it, if, if it was, uh, if they had, if they had, uh, if someone scheduled a rally like that on MLK Day. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that. That rally had my favorite moment in all political history when uh -huh. Sarah Palin was up on stage and she's like talking about blah, 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 blah. And then she's like, John McCain. And she pauses for applause and, <laughs> and it's just dead silent. That's funny. <laughs> and there's like 11 people are like. And Yikes. The, the crowd was too polite to boo. But you I mean, it was basically a boo. <laughs> <laughs> it was so great. This the just I mean it was obviously like in her script it was like blah 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 John McCain Hold pause for applause. For applause <laughs> John McCain Uh anyway <laughs> Yeah uh but uh yeah so that everyone's real pissy about that so they went ahead and moved it to today. Uh it looks like I was downtown a couple days ago and it's already a madhouse as far as like traffic closures. Uh -huh. They're saying they're going to tow cars inside the zone, um, which would piss me off if I lived, if I lived Apparently in Apparently Trump area. got Bynum to lift the uh, um, curfew. Oh, yeah? So that his people could stay camped out. Because on Craigslist, a lot of people are like, I'm selling Trump tickets, $500. But it's first come, first serve in the door. There's no tickets. Uh. 
So, uh, which is to prevent no-show people from going and buying up a bunch of tickets. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So, people are, like, lined up. They were starting to line up on Thursday when I drove by, which I think I drove by, and about 10 minutes later, they closed the streets. Uh, There's a big K-rail. Quick trips are boarded up. It's crazy. It's crazy. Uh, It looks worse than... than, than it did like three weeks ago. What did it look like three weeks ago? I mean, when the protests, when we actually had protests going on. Yeah, but they didn't go over by BOK. No, but even in the areas they were in, didn't look like that. It's a whole no, other. Well, this is all this is all preemptive anyway. Yes. Yeah. Um, what's What's amazing to me is that uh, we are we are we are legitimately discussing whether or not riots will happen. Yeah. Because a presidential candidate is going to have a campaign rally. Yeah. Um, absolutely mind. This is what happens when you spend four years telling everyone that the only people that su- uh, support the guy are literal racists. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, you know, no, no need to thank the media for stirring up a bunch of like controversy <laughs> and hatred between people here. Uh, meanwhile, what's Joe Biden doing? Uh, I don't think he Probably knows taking a nap. I don't think he knows what he's doing. <laughs> I mean, as in, as in he literally does not know what he's doing at the moment. Yeah. I, I, I don't think he has any campaign events scheduled. No one has any campaign events scheduled. <laughs> They're missing out. Cause this is the perfect time to do it. Well, the other thing that's going to piss me off is that, like, this is this is truly what pisses me off about this rally is that it's being held at the BOK Center. Yeah, right. Uh, we're not allowed to have live theater because you get the coof. Yeah, but yet the tr- the president can just be like, oh, "I'm going to come in here and we're just rolling out the red carpet," yep. uh, instead of someone being like, "Hey, uh, why don't you fuck right off? We are we lock down our city. We're not allowing events to happen." But the president says so. Uh, either you need to then go, okay, uh, I'm a huge, my name's GT Bynum. I'm a huge faggot and I'm reopening everything because it's clear that I'm a hypocrite Yeah, and I'm full of shit. Uh-huh. Um, or you need to tell the president to blow you. Yeah. Yeah. And I, either way, if you told the president to blow you, I'd be like, good. <laughs> At least you're consistent. Yeah. So my thought is that, you know, Saturday we're having a rally next Saturday concert. I would hope so. I mean, yeah. Anyway, uh, you ready to get into some issues, Tim? Sure. What's your first issue this week? Here's what I don't get. Insufficient cooling. Okay. Uh, So The Last of Us 2 came out. (laughs) I'll get there. The Last of Us 2 came out, and I was very excited for it. Uh, Still am excited for it. haven't beaten it. Um, Anyways, uh, I had it preloaded on my PS4. Can't wait for Tim to get red-pilled. On this one, <laughs> I, I, I know, I know, I can feel it in two weeks. Here's okay. what I'll get: Bing, Bing, Bing. Last of Us Two. What a garbage game! I'm gonna <laughs> go. I told you, Tim. I told you after ten minutes in the first game. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm. I, I have played played some. I'm having fun with it. But what this is really about is so. So the way my setup works is, I've got my computer monitor, which is about 27 inches. 1080p yeah and i've got uh i've got it on a on a desktop riser mm-hmm. um, or a monitor riser that also has a usb uh hub in it and so in the usb hub i have my mouse my keyboard and my uh audio device right 
Uh, and then that whole thing just plugs right in your plugs computer. into in, into one USB port. Yeah. Uh, my my monitor has no speakers, mm-hmm. and so from my audio device, I'm going RCA out into a pair of these small speakers, little bookshelf speakers that I have uh, in an amp. Yeah. Uh, so the only way I could get my PS4 audio out into the speakers would I, I would have to go find my old PS2 RCA wires. Oh, I've got the perfect thing for you. What? Uh, I'll try and find it tonight. It's a it's an HDMI. You run HDMI through it, and it comes out RCA. Huh. Well, I I mean I don't need it. You don't but need it because the PS4, which is I mean now the Xbox also has it, but one of the things that it came with that I, I'm I think no one has praised almost no one has praised it for is the wireless audio. It's got a headphone jack into controller that oh. you just plug headphones into yeah. and immediately it sends it to your controller which goes to your headphones. That is a that is a feature that I wish I had had on the 360 in the 360 era yeah. when I was like living at home yep. and my mom would get mad cuz I'd be playing Skyrim late at night. Yep. That's exactly. one thing about uh the Roku is they've had that for quite a while yes. the ability to yes. plug in headphones yep. for private watching and it it was great for because it was Wi-Fi. You know, if I was like cooking in the kitchen, but watching TV, plug in the headphones yep. and just be in the kitchen. Exactly. So I just plug my headphones in and just use my headphones. So I've got my headphones in. I'm playing The Last of Us. And uh, I pause it to go photo, to go into the photo mode. And I hear a noise and my headphones are not specifically noise canceling, but they're over the ear headphones. Yeah. It's not this pair, but it's a different pair. They're 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 over the ear headphones, and they seal pretty well onto my head. Yeah, because they're the kind that have uh, like a very flexible band on top with with just like the copper running through it, so yeah. it's incredibly flexible. Um, so they're pretty noise can just just passive noise canceling, and I hear a noise, and I'm like that's got to be pretty loud for me to hear it, and it sounds like rushing water. Oh no! But the game's paused. So you're getting flashbacks when your house flooded a couple years ago. No, that's not the first thing that came to mind. Because I, I was like, I know, I know it's not rushing water, but it sounds like shh, like a like a low version of that oh. through my headphones. <laughs> what the hell is that? So I take my headphones off, and my PS4 is about a, a foot and a half away from yeah. my face. And my PS4 is going, help me! <laughs> <laughs> It was so like it was it was loud enough that I was like, "This is gonna wake someone up." <laughs> so it was going into full overdrive. Trying it was to stay so cool. loud that if I was using my speakers, I would have had to like turn, turn the volume up. up. Like when you're driving a car and it's got like a bad clunk and stuff, you're just like, yeah. "I'm just gonna turn that up and it'll go away." <laughs> Basically, <yeah. laughs> the thing was, it, it sounded like a jet engine. I made yeah. a joke to my friends that I said. uh, you guys will never believe what my copy of Last of Us it came with. My copy of Last of Us Two came with its own private jet. <laughs> um, it was slightly more expensive than the version that came with a guitar. Yeah, because <laughs> they're selling a twenty two hundred dollar Taylor guitar Last of Us Two version. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, but this this is a thing uh, on most later AAA games on the PS4. Because here's the thing: is like, you're not using a PS4 Pro, you're using the even the Pro does it. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Ah. Um, uh, big AAA graphic intensive games. Spider Man gets it going a little bit, but yeah, not super not good. As bad. Not as bad. Um, because so, I mean, this thing is on its last legs. The PS5 is coming out this year. Yeah, and. It's it was still a, quite longer than usual console life cycle. It wasn't as long as the 360 because that shit was uh, eight years, right? 2013 from 05 to 2013. The 360. Yeah, yeah. What was it? It was 05. It was 04. 05. It was 05. 05. Is early 05 then? Late 05. Are you sure? Yep. Okay. Yep. Uh, late 05 to t- late 2013. That's a that was a long console life cycle. Considering like, I mean, in the old days, it was four or five years. Yeah, it was. We get Nintendo four years later, Super Nintendo four years later, N sixty four, four five years later, GameCube. Yeah, yeah, five four years later, Wii. Like uh, consoles aren't meant to last that long, which is why they had the stopgap of the half consoles with the Pro and the X. Yeah. Um, so this thing is, uh, and I, and I know that the, the PS4 has had this problem. People have, people have said like their PS4 sounds like an airplane before, but I'd never heard it. Uh, so it was surprising. Here's the thing though, right? Yeah. It's all insufficient cooling. Yeah. So people are, people have, isn't that what killed your old 360? Well, it didn't kill just my 360. It killed a lot of them. I think the last report I read was. Somewhere around fifty percent of the uh, Gen One Xbox of the Gen One Xbox, not even just Gen One, because they did like five. You're, ta- you're talking about before they went to the the slim, the version. actual slim, yeah. But in between there, there was like six or seven actual revisions where they kept trying to fix it. Because wow. mine was a because, uh, yeah. Because I because eventually my second one was an Elite, yeah. Which which that thing was a beast because. That thing got uh, when I was in college. My my roof leaked, mm-hmm. my ceiling leaked, and water went everywhere. And it was right underneath the ceiling leak, and that thing still works. Nice. <laughs> but, the uh, so game will go ahead. Um. Yeah, yeah. That thing was the three. The red ring was all a cooling issue. Yeah. Uh, that thing would get so hot. Uh. It would cook the thermal paste. It would cook on it, the processor. Yes. Yeah. Um, but even then, the 360 had its power brick Separate on the outside. from the console. Yeah. So the PS4 doesn't. Yeah. Right. It's, it's you got the power thing on the inside. Here's the thing, though. The PS4 has one fan. Yeah. It's got one 85 millimeter fan that also has a heat sink on it, but still, it's one fan, and it's an 85 millimeter fan, which is small. That big. Yeah. Uh, and people are saying people, you know, people have been have sh- have done have been doing the uh, like showing the most recent consoles, Xbox and PlayStation, and showing how big they are. And the PS5 looks to be the biggest console uh, in a long time. And they're saying it's because of- and thank fucking god because they they're saying that thing's got like six fans in it. the The Xbox One X has a they, they called it a vapor chamber. They really went hard on the X with cooling because yeah. of everything. Um, it's got like some sort of 
they called it a vapor chamber, which is, I thought was hilarious considering yeah. the times. But it's got some sort of extra weird cooling in there. And the PS5 is going to, they said it's got like at least six fans in it. And thank fucking God. <laughs> what I don't understand is why we keep making consoles smaller and slimmer. Smaller, slimmer. Yep. More compact. Uh, I mean, I understand the, like, when you go from a, the Gen One to the yes. Slim, but yeah. it's like we made we made the PS Four smaller than the original PS Three, about the size. But but then it has these overheating issues. Like you, yeah, just like put more empty space in there and add in another fan. That's that's and the other thing I yeah. don't understand about electronics is no air filters. Right? Imagine imagine a an Xbox, especially something like the Series X. Right? Yeah, it's yeah. this big long you know, yes. rectangle yeah. and you put a fan that's the full size of the case on one side uh-huh. that's sucking and in and one side that's on the other that's blowing out and you put air filters at both stages filters, yeah, that yeah. you can then pull out and clean removable and pop back magnetic in. dust filter dust filters most uh decent pc cases have and that way you don't you don't end up with like the the you know, have you seen the pictures of like a motherboard that's just caked in dust and it looks like a lost city? Yeah. You don't end up with that happening to your, you turn, to your you, console. You turn it uh, horizontal and you, you take a close macro photo yep. of it and you shop it into the Blade Runner <laughs> background. <laughs> uh, like I, I get you know, your, your PC, right? You can pull the whole, an old PC, a yeah. tower PC, you can pull the whole side off and like air dust the shit yes. out of that. Yeah. No big deal. But they don't want you, they don't want you to take apart your console because then you'll figure out that there's actually nothing in there. Yeah, there's, there's uh, someone I follow was saying like, uh, was asking like, hey, I'm playing The Last of Us 2 and the P- my PS4 Pro sounds like a jet. Is there anything I can do? And the people are like, yeah, just, you know, do a, Air can, air, of air. air can of air on it, and then a lot of people were like, "Oh, it's really easy. Here's what you do: like linking into a video, like from like I fix it, like where you tear apart your PS4, and you can reseat the thermal compound. You can uh, do a complete cleaning of the heat sink and the fan from the inside." He's like, "That's not the point of that'll consoles. Avoid your- that'll avoid your warranty, but yeah. also like." That's not the point of a console. The point of a console is that you don't have to do that. Plug it in, and it just works. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the the lack of cooling on these things and they're they're just designed that like the the 360 slim mm-hmm. it had i think it only has one fan and it's on one side of it yeah so you can't you can't stack it like in your in your entertainment center back in the day you'd have like your big yep. audio receiver and, and then your vcr and your dvd yep. player and then maybe your blu-ray player because all their ports are out the back because all their ports are at the back but even then you're putting it inside this tiny box yep that doesn't the, the, I wish more entertainment centers came with cooling fans on the back. Can you imagine that? Like, yeah, because yeah. you can make like a big, like a big ass fan, like a hundred one twenty millimeter fan that spun real slow and just drew air out the back, so that when all your electronics you are mean jammed, a twelve hundred millimeter fan. Uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, one hundred twenty millimeter fan, one hundred twenty centimeter fan. Yes. <laughs> uh, so you know just it doesn't slow, it doesn't have to slow. like yeah it doesn't have yep. to go crazy fast so you never hear it but just enough and it doesn't have to keep airflow back out of the because th- th- i actually had oh what did it, i think i was playing a 360 game and i had to pull it out of my entertainment center because mm-hmm. my 360 got too hot ah. um i was replaying arkham city and then, then i found out that my my 360 won't play games if the if it's laying in horizontal mode hmm. anymore. It only I think it's I think it's, it's the, the disc late, drive going yeah, bad because yeah. when you put it in a disc, it's like <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
And then it's like, oh, is this is installed on the on the hard drive? I'm just gonna go to that. And it's like, <laughs> yep, yep. I turn this <laughs> volume back down. Yeah, that happened. That ha- that happened to me with something. I don't remember what it was, but it was definitely a 360 game. Yeah, uh, that was installed on the hard drive and just immediately just it just it's the loudest thing ever. And then it's like, oh, it's on the hard drive. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's because it has to spin the disc and like do yes. it does all the preloading original start loading from the disc so it verifies the disc is actually there yes. and then it goes okay I'm gonna play off the yeah. hard drive. Um, but as someone who's like I'm super into I don't like humongous computer towers. Yeah. I, um, and so my PC is a it's a it's it's big for a small PC, but it's still pr- fairly compact. It's a cube base, a small cube basically. Yeah. It's it's an ITX build, but if anyone anyone that has had that does deals with ITX knows that like the number one thing uh, that is amazing or great about all ITX cases is thermals, 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 thermals. It's all about because you've got all this beefy, you know, hot electronics in a small. Uh, you know, in a small enclosure, the thing you gotta, the thing everyone worries about with ITX cases is uh, thermals. So, like mine has, I've got a tempered glass, or it's plastic really, it's acrylic, uh, on the top. Mm-hmm. So no ventilation for the top, but uh, both of the sides of my, the front has a mesh panel. Yeah, and the left and right sides, uh are also they're not mesh but they have uh they're big it's big mesh i guess yeah um so like the front of my case has a giant 200 millimeter fan in it uh slower so it's slower but it uh it's pretty good with cooling and then i've got a cpu uh fan that draws heat directly off the cpu off this off the cpu and up and then um my graphics card has the fans pointing into the mesh. So like that air, that hot air goes straight hot out. Air goes straight out. Um, so any residual hot air, I've got two 80 millimeter fans uh, for exhaust in the back. And then I've got the side mesh panel for just uh, ambient air. Ambient air. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like it wouldn't. So that's uh, five fans. Yeah. In my, tiny pc whereas the ps4 has one <laughs> which is probably ju- just on the case just pulling air out the back i remember on the 360 slim i believe mm-hmm. it was there was a a it was a uh, like stick on additional cooling fan yeah, yeah. that uh, plugged in like for a laptop yeah, it plugged in for through your your the main power for the console plugged into it, and then it plugged into your console, and just passed through the power that yep. the console needed, and it was it it would draw more air out of the casing than the standard individual fan, and when I saw that, I was just like, oh, uh, you failed, like. The fact that this exists means you didn't do your job. Basically. It's not like a laptop. Like my laptop's on a laptop cooler and it's five fans that blow straight up into the bottom of the laptop uh-huh. to help keep it cool. 
but uh, laptops are built to be portable, like they're portable yeah. computers. And I picked one that does a lot more than most portal, portable computers. Yeah, yeah. So it gets really hot really quick. And I use that laptop fan to keep the temperature in check because yeah. it also has thermal checkpoints. Basically, if the computer gets too hot, it puts it itself into a limp mode. Oh. And then it won't come out of limp mode until you do a full shutdown and that sucks. A full shutdown and cool down and restart. Yikes. Yeah, it's uh it's really stupid. There's no way to disable it in the BIOS. It's like it's baked into the HP software. Uh, so that dummies don't go. My computer. I was trying to play Skyrim and 3D model uh, a head of a turtle, and also trying to render a whole 4K video uh, that's three hours long that I made in uh, Cyberlink Power Director all at the same time. And uh, my computer caught fire and burnt down my house. <laughs> I'm suing you, HP. Yeah. They're trying to avoid that guy. Yeah. Uh, there's always that. There's always gonna there's, be that always going to be that guy. Like your console, is it going to kill you? Just make it a little bit bigger. Yeah, that's the like thing. Is how is anyone going to be like? Uh, I'm not buying this PlayStation Five. It's a hundred fifty millimeters thick. That's ridiculous. <laughs> What am I supposed to do on this thing? Sleep on it like it's a bed? <laughs> like I've got a I've got a seventy five inch four K OLED TV that's curved on a custom built TV stand, but I can't for the love of God stand to have a console that's bigger than twelve by eight. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> like just put it behind your yeah. TV. Your TV is <laughs> covered <huge>. up. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. But those people are out there. <laughs> They're out there. I'm not. I'm not going to stand by. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's a good issue, Tim. Thank you. Uh, well, kind of, kind of speaking on manufacturing. Here's what I don't get, and this is this is the first sequel. This is like the first sequel to a biggest problem problem we've done yet. Really? Yes. All right. Here's what I don't get. <laughs> Poorly made in China. Two, uh-huh. coil over boogaloo. Mm-hmm. Uh, I so everybody knows I love working on my car. Of course, one of the things that's that's been going bad on my car and doing what I, some of the stuff that I've done has stiffened up certain areas, which has caused nice. other areas to uh, become more susceptible to wear. So my suspend this, but I got the car like the suspension is. Uh, it's on its last legs. It's all the OEM suspension. It's a, what, 13-year-old car. Yeah. Going to need to be replaced. So I, uh, I, I was looking at replacing my suspension, and I had this plan where I was going to buy new, sh- new struts and new strut mounts and reuse the existing springs and it was going to be no big deal it was going to cost me like 600 bucks yeah i was all stuff i could do myself and then i'd take it in and go have a front end alignment and it would drive like new um so but while i'm searching i stumbled across this site called max peating rods m-a-x-p-e-e yeah d-i-n-g-r-o-d-s dot com uh-huh apparently they also sell on ebay under the same name and they had a coilover kit for 05 to 09 Mustangs and GTs. And uh-huh. I got online with their customer service chat and I was like, 
Uh, does this work for convertibles? Because convertibles and coupes need different suspension means. Yeah. And they're like, yeah. yeah, this is good for convertibles. Uh, and uh, if you order right now, I can get it to you for this price. And I was like, I've already got it for like less than that. And they go, okay, we'll give it to you for this price. I ended up getting this, this coilovers for $290 with free shipping. Nice. Now, normally coilovers for an 05 to 09 Mustang through late model restoration, uh-huh. AmericanMuscle.com, CJ Pony Parts, any of the like Mustang specific websites that I normally yep. shop at, they're anywhere from 700 to $1,500. And then there are some that are like crazy competition adjustable coilover kits that are yeah. in the 2000 range. And okay. it's just like, wow, that's awesome. So I'm thinking like 290 bucks, that is a crazy steal. And I don't even want coilovers, but I do want to get my car in better shape for now. Okay. So they come with a two-year warranty. I figure, how bad could they be? I'll put them on the car for a year. Yeah. And then I'll just buy the suspension parts that I need because I need to... The problem with doing the my front shocks and struts right is I have to unmount the strut, the sp- spring, and the strut mount. That all comes out as one unit. Okay. And then I need to take the strut mount off and take the spring and put it on a new strut and with a new strut mount, right? Okay. But that spring's under a preload of tension. Okay. So if I take the strut off, it goes rocketing away uh-huh. and usually <laughs> into your face. Yeah. So what you do, you use this this tool that's a spring compressor tool, and it hooks on the sides. And good ones have like three points, and great ones have four points, uh-huh. and they fucking crush it down. Yeah. But the ones you rent have two points. So you know if it slips, uh-huh. if it, if they're not one hundred eighty degrees apart exactly. It'll slip, and the whole thing will explode and hit you in the face and knock out all your teeth. <laughs> and I really don't want to do that. Yeah, yeah. And I, but if I have the spring already loose and I have the strut and the strut mount, I can go take that to a shop and be like, hey, uh, will, you, you know, will you put these together put these for together. 20 bucks? Yeah, yeah. Versus having to rent the part and on the same day, pull the strut mount out, compress the spring, pull it, put do it in the new that. thing, yeah, yeah. put it all back together. I can just I can just do it at my leisure. Order the parts as they come in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm like, all right, all right, I'll check out these coilovers for $290 to your warranty. And uh, in a year, when they fail... Because they will fail. Uh-huh. Everything fails eventually. Of course. I will go ahead and uh, replace it. I'll just <sighs> I'll just have the parts right like in the closet. Yeah, and it'll yeah. be like, oh, that's, time to, time that to strut go. mount's rattling. Just like lift the car up, pop the wheels off, pop the struts out, pop the new ones in, and be like, fuck you, Chinese made garbage. <laughs> so I. Uh, I start the process. I decide I'm going to do the back first because I'm waiting. I need to. I need to wait on some parts for the front before I do the front. So I go to do the back. I'm doing it all myself because I like working on the car. That's really not that hard. Yeah. And I lift up the back of the car and I support the differential and I pop the old struts out. And this is where it gets hairy because at this point, my Rear axle is not attached to anything because I also pulled the rear sway bar, the rear lower control arms uh-huh. off. So it's kind of just like resting on the di- on the jack holding the front of the differential uh-huh. and the uh, support struts that run the length of the car because it's a convertible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, and I'm like, um, 
how the fuck do I get the spring out of here? Because in coupes, they don't have those str- those struts that reinforce the car. Yeah. So when you release the, when you take the dampers off, the whole axle will just rotate down until it like snaps off. Uh-huh. And you can just pull the springs out and put new springs in. So th- this kit comes with, right, it's my front shock strut all together in one adjustable coilover. And then rear da- adjustable dampers and rear adjustable springs. So anyway, I figure out if I jack up the one side of the rear axle, it'll compress that spring all the way and let the other spring uh-huh. kind of go loose. And then with just a little bit of tweaking, I can pop that out. So okay. I pop it out and I'm like, wow, this spring is a lot longer than the the coilover spring. <laughs> and I understand like the coilover is a shorter spring because it has a higher compression rate and theoretically the car will be lower. So the gap between the axle and the mounting point will be closer uh-huh. so you can put a smaller spring in there yeah so the spring sits on a little pedestal and the pedestal sits on your spring mount and i sit the pedestal on the spring mount and uh it's too fucking small and not just like a little bit too small uh-huh. but like it's too it's the the spring mount is like a, a knuckle yeah. right yeah. and the pedestal bit is supposed to sit over the knuckle flush against the axle and then and there's also a rubber piece in there that's an isolator to kind of keep the noise and the rattle down. Yeah. And then, so it it's a pedestal, and it's got a little bit of a stud, and you set the spring over the stud, and then there's a matching stud in the top that's all rubber. Mm-hmm. And that whole thing is supposed to go up into the side of the wheel well and yeah, in keep the frame. The spring, yeah. Well, uh, I adjust that pedestal all the way to full, fully tall and put the spring on there, and it's not even close. Not even <laughs> close to fitting. Plus, because the knuckle is rounded, it won't sit on the isolator right. Uh-huh. It's not tall enough to sit over the top of the knuckle. So it's, it's literally sitting on the knuckle the way... You know, you can put the way you can put a ring on a basketball and it'll sit there. Yeah. But yeah. you can kind of pu- push the uh-huh. ring around the top of the basketball yeah. if you want. Yeah. So just imagine that. Right. And then I hit a bump and the back goes up <laughs> and the uh, dampers real, go to full extension. It sounds real safe. Yeah. And then that kind of p- pitches. And the next time it comes down, the whole thing just pops out of place and yeah. comes flying out of the highway. So I look at that and I'm like, uh, yeah, that's not going to work. But. I don't really care that much about lowering the car at this point. Yeah. I'm more interested in replacing a part that is not functioning as it's supposed to. So I put the adjustable rear dampers on. That was Wednesday of last week. Yes. Uh, 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 10 days ago. Uh-huh. From when we're recording on the 20th. Yeah. Put the, put the damper on. I adjust it to the height. Use my anesthesia lubricant. I do everything you're supposed to do to put these things in. Everything's torque to spec. Get the car all back together. It's running great. Those those dampers are a little stiffer than the old ones, so I'm getting a little bit more oomph in my launches because the car is not shifting as much on its suspension. And I'm like, hey, this is perfect. Uh, here in a couple weeks, I'll do the front, and it'll be it'll be like a new car. And then I'll and, I, and then I'll go about getting the parts to do it without the adjustable coilovers. Well, uh, Thursday and Friday, I drive to Oklahoma City uh-huh. for work. Friday, I get home, and I notice a rattling coming from the back of my car. Yeah. And yeah. my first thought is, because well, you're supposed to drive 100 miles and then check everything, make sure it's still in spec. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I bet one of those, the bolt back there worked its way loose, and, and that's causing it to rattle. I just need to 
tighten it back down. So I pull the rear trunk sub, pull the trunk floor, and I go to tighten that back up. And I look inside my trunk, and it's filled with hydraulic fluid. <laughs> so I do some, I do some, I try and tighten that strut down, and that strut is still tight, exactly where it's supposed to be. And I'm like, uh, Fuck, that thing failed. That thing failed in four days. Three days. Yeah. Yeah. With like 350 miles of use. Yep. So I'll send an email to the company that sold me these parts. They don't respond. Fortunately, I bought it through PayPal, and PayPal is pretty good about these types of things. Uh, I end up on, I think, Tuesday of the following week. I lift up the car, pull the damper off. And I decided to do both sides, put the because I kept the original ones just in case. Decided to do both sides, and I'm glad I did because I put took off the wheel of the passenger side, which is the side that was rattling. Yeah, yeah. And the inside of the wheel well is covered, covered in hydraulic fluid. <laughs> and I'm like, oh yeah, this is definitely bad. So I pull that one out, and then I went ahead and did the other side. Yeah. And I was glad I did because when I pulled that wheel off, also absolutely covered Jesus. in hydraulic fluid. Both dampers failed in less than in f- less than three days, 350 miles, absolutely abysmal performance, and not anything not anything that I did to them, right? No, no. It's not like, oh, you didn't thread the the base on enough and it worked its way loose. You didn't tighten it with the spanner wrenches enough and it yeah. worked its way loose. You nope. The gas hydraulic cylinder inside these dampers totally failed. In a matter of days. So I took them. They're sitting on my front porch right now. And I don't know if you notice them when you walk in, but there is a huge puddle of hydraulic fluid that has now stained the concrete yep. underneath them. Uh, and I, I just say I'm thrilled. So on Monday, I Sunday, Saturday, I try and contact the company. No word from them. Monday, I file a claim with PayPal. Yeah. No word from them. Friday, I escalated my my it wasn't a claim it was something paypal is something and then a claim yeah to get a refund so i escalated and then i escalated it again and so now i'm on the i want a full refund because these things are totally garbage made in china i've seen videos on them some people like them i guess it's one of those things where half the time you get one that works and yeah. half the time you get one that's, that's total garbage like when we were when, when we were going for the uh when we were getting the fireworks uh, like they have like, like not 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 half. I mean, I bet a bunch of them made in China. Yeah, but there are the ones that just that are like Chinese themed, right? Yeah, you know, you can tell they're made in China. Well, it's also like fireworks, where it's like you can get Black Cat or you can get Excalibur brand. Yeah, and the Black Cat roll of sixteen thousand Black Cats is three two hundred fifty bucks, but the Excalibur brand of sixteen thousand Black Cats is only one hundred seventy bucks. Uh-huh. That's like, is there really a difference between 16,000 things going, ah, 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 yeah. for 15 minutes? I don't think so. No. The Black Cat will have some duds, and the Excalibur will have a lot more, but that's a... That's a price I'm willing to pay. <laughs> yeah. But like, but I'm talking about like, uh, just like M80s, right? Right. If you get the Chinese yeah. M80s, half of them are going to be duds. It's just, it's really funny that our... Our culture has been predicated on not making things ourselves, and I, I would be all for that if what we made, what we had made for us, was like good. Good, yeah. But 
what we have made for us ends up being like just total and absolute garbage. Yep. And it's it's pathetic. It's really pathetic that we've given all of our manufacturing away, gotten rid of jobs in the United States to give to uh, basically slave labor because we don't want to pay. We don't want to pay more. The no. reason why stuff's made in China is because we don't want to pay more. No, of course not. Not because we can't pay more. No. Because we don't want to. Uh, and like we, uh, there's always this talk of a, of a, li- a living wage, right? We need a living wage. We need a living wage. But uh-huh. it's like, we don't have any jobs that are worth that. You can work in retail or you can work in like a skilled advanced trade where you get paid to be a manager. And there's, there's not really any in between. Like we keep getting less and less middle class because the people who are right on the edge in the middle class, they don't go up. They just get more poor. Yeah. Yeah. But if we brought back, if we brought back manufacturing, if we brought back like actually doing things, that opens up a whole new tier of unskilled but valuable labor that can be done mm-hmm. that you no longer you know no longer is it like oh you can you know now the 725 job flipping burgers at McDonald's or stocking shelves at Walmart instead of someone who's 35 and has two kids being like I can't live on 725 I didn't do anything to advance my education <laughs> or career cuz I'm fucking stupid instead of them bitching about that they can just be like oh i'm gonna get a job at a factory where i pull this lever every three minutes <laughs> and i get paid 22 dollars an hour to pull this lever yeah because i live in america and not in china where someone's getting paid to pull this lever a uh, nickel and also they're eight years old and also they're eight years old yeah. I, like the cheap the cheapness factor is appealing but if everyone's if everyone is working like societal wealth grows yeah, yeah and then and then we like we start exporting our shit and our taxes go down because we get our the money we get from income tax now we start to get from other countries paying paying for stuff yeah Sorry, t- instead of just being an, an importer yeah because we're just an importer which is why we can't which is why we're killing the middle class and the only stuff that we export is uh Crime statistics <laughs> is usually not so tangible. Yeah, we export Hollywood. You know, yeah, we export. Well, and and Hollywood is a perfect example of something where it goes out and uh, all the people that made it get nothing. Yes, and like three people get you know Robert. Yeah. If Avengers Endgame comes out right, it makes a billion dollars the box office. Robert Downey Jr. gets like five hundred million dollars. Yeah. All the other actors get uh, like two hundred, uh, yeah, two hundred fifty million dollars, uh-huh. and then the people that make it just got paid their normal their wage normal for their wage. nine to five. Yeah, yeah. and uh, and Bob Iger, whoever's the head of Disney, gets a b- b- uh, half a billion dollar yeah. bonus. Yeah, hey, you did nothing for this. You get a <laughs> bunch of money. Congratulations. Yeah. And I'm not saying that's wrong. I'm just saying that when. There's no one to pay into. Like companies used to be used to be publicly traded, and like the people that work there would own stock. Mm-hmm. So when Ford made exported a bunch of cars and made a bunch of money, 
those employees got their stock options as oh, hey, yeah, that's a yeah. bonus, but they've totally gotten rid of that for the yep. con- the average man. Yeah. Now you got to go buy the stock. You don't get the stock for being a part of the team. Yeah. Because it's not about team anymore. It's about me. The, it's about me. It's about this guy, the guy that at Amazon, um, making more profit on every sale by selling you. Because Amazon's got this problem too. Amazon is flooded, flooded with fake China, like. Go go look for any electronic, just like a yep. generic electronic thing. Like uh, I have, I have this little sound audio device that plugs into my USB, and I can plug headphones into it because the headphone jack on this computer went bad, and it's only one one side of it. Yeah, yeah. and it has its own volume knob, and it's it's also good. I used one on my desk at work, but if I search for that like USB audio device, there are about sixty different ones that all have Chinese names. They all look exactly, exactly the, the same, same because they are the same. They all use the same open USB. You know, yeah. this one's this one's like has red accents. This one has blue accents. This one has no accents. And you scroll through, and it's just like the prices are all kind of in the same area. Yeah. And it really just feels like why don't you guys just put this in one big listing? USB audio device from fourteen ninety nine yeah. to seventeen ninety nine, and you can scroll through and be like, "I like this black one with blue accents that has an aluminum body and says Moshimichu on it," <laughs> versus this one that's red with black accents that says Amahari on it. Yep. And you're just like, none of these, none of these have any no, any meaning. No. But what it does is, it when you search for this thing, it's like there are ten thousand results, and you oh, that Amazon has so many different options. Uh, oh, but they don't. And uh, and then and then you know the other thing China manufactures asshole <laughs> yeah China is asshole <laughs> but the third thing China manufactures is uh, viruses to kill our old people <laughs> and they couldn't even do that right no they should they should have made a virus that killed politicians. That would have really made the world a better place. <laughs> Specifically, old politicians. Isn't it amazing yeah. how no politicians have died from it? Not one. Not one. Yep. <sighs> I also found out, so about 54,000 excess deaths between during the lockdown, which is like people from overdosing. For, not from COVID. Not from, not from the Kung flu. Yeah. Uh, outside the norm, uh, normal measures of of average deaths 54,000 excess deaths right uh-huh. uh 60,000 of our what 120,000 deaths were in nursing homes yeah um that got it because sick patients were shipped to nursing homes so that's 114,000 deaths that are were totally avoidable wow um which kind of puts it right on par there with the actual death toll of the virus it's like, huh, we we saved nothing. We did nothing. Congratulations, everybody. You you took 50,000 deaths and made it 175,000 deaths. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, that's my issue. Poorly made in China 2, electric boogaloo, <laughs> or coilover boogaloo. Uh, check out that old episode of Biggest Problem when Dick was bitching about that little four-wheeler RC car that had a tiny little spring brake on it. You don't know what I'm talking no, about, but no. some of the listeners might, and they'll go, oh, yeah. 
But so this is my sequel to it. It's a late in life sequel, and I'm really, really pissed off because what it means now is that the money that I spent on these coilovers, I could have spent on just the Towards parts that the, I needed stuff, yeah. and made made it another three, two weeks without them, without these, without doing the suspension. But yeah. I was like, wow, this is like, this is a golden bullet. I mean, I know, I know they're not great. I know it's not something I want to leave in my car no, forever. A, this is a gold bullet. Yeah, this, that's a. I'm literally holding a g- bullet in my hand. That's brass and copper. It's not it's gold. Pretty, pretty close to gold. Uh, you don't even. You're, no, you philistine. <laughs> the uh, I'll show. I'll show you mine if you show me yours. <laughs> <laughs> Mine's a lot, a lot bigger and thicker. That one's mine. You're touching my bullet. Please stop doing that. Uh. Just uh, pisses me off. So now I have to wait until July sixth until PayPal gets back to me. Which pisses me off. And then if PayPal doesn't give me a refund, I'm gonna lose my fucking mind. Because you can't just send people parts that fail in three days. Six months, I'd be like, ah, yep, you were dumb. Yep. But three days, three days is really pushing it. It is, yeah. Uh, three days if I drove like a humongous asshole. Like if yes. I was if I was a rallycross driver uh-huh. and I'm you know I go and do a race all weekend. Yeah, and it's like oh yeah they failed. It. Like these are 500 highway miles. <laughs> I didn't even like. I'm not even driving on Tulsa streets that no. suck dick. No. Just highway miles. Just cruise out, cruise back, cruise out, cruise back. Dead, dead, dead. They could have killed you. Uh, it probably wouldn't have killed me, but it could have fucked up my car real bad. It could have killed you. If I, especially if I had put those springs in. Yeah. Imagine if I had, imagine if I had like gone the extra distance and done all four. You know what I imagine? What? Is that that's not hydraulic fluid. What do you think it is? Semen? It's liquid, liquid COVID. Ah, probably. That's how they, that's how they get it here. That's what got my cat sick. Yeah. (laughs) They gave him the liquid Rona. Well, uh, that brings us to the middle of our episode, which means time for... This episode is brought to you in part by the Ricada News Network. Definitely not fake news. Well, Tim, what news do we have today? Well, uh, people might have heard that uh, the big theater chains are going to be opening up uh, in July. Did you hear about that? Yes, I did. Uh, well, so that means that there's no box office, right? For, currently, currently. Oh, for, for any movies. movies. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. if you're wrong. Because there was a number one movie at the box office uh, last weekend. Really? Yeah. Um, apparently, uh, these guys found a loophole. It's uh, it's a movie called Unsubscribed. It was shot entirely on Zoom, uh, created by two guys. Um, and uh, what happened was uh, they were thinking, right? So, like, they're thinking about it. They're saying that any film put in a theater would instantly top the box office, yeah. right? So, as as a self-distributor, these two guys, uh-huh. they found a loophole that would let them get back the money they spent on buying out the seats of a theater. Okay. Um, so, within a week, they wrote and filmed this uh, like Zoom horror movie, and then they bought out a theater in West Hampton Beach. Uh huh. I'm not sure what state that's in. Uh, they screened it to an empty audience. Okay. Right. The next day, it's the number one movie in America. Uh huh. And then they sold it to Netflix. Uh, probably. Are you thinking <laughs> what I'm thinking? What? 
bestest documentary in the universe, number one <laughs> film. How? Oh man, I got. <laughs> oh, shit. Text me that that uh, news story. Sure, I will. Uh, apparently now it, now it's it's on uh, streaming. We Maybe. need to do this like now. Yeah. Because we only have a, was it July 15th? The theaters I reopened. So. Yeah, yeah. We need to do this like now. <laughs> uh, that is fucking hilarious. God, that would be so great. Oh man. To be able to say, yeah, I, uh, I had a number one film in the box office. <laughs> what? I, July I, of yeah. 2020. You, you, you starred <laughs> in the number one film in the box office in 2020. You're basically guaranteed an Oscar. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, even if we have to bump it up to feature length, totally yeah. worth it. <laughs> well, speaking of movies, um, got another movie news story here. Uh, a beloved franchise from our youth is is finally making its way to the big screen. Thomas the Tank Engine. No, uh, a little, a little, a little uh, Street Sharks. I would say a little older than those two. They're not Street Shark, but probably about the same level as Street Sharks. It was an animated TV show? It was not. There was a TV show, but it wasn't animated. Beetle, uh, Beetleborgs. Oh, I wish. <laughs> no, because Beetleborgs was just one of those Power Rangers where they took footage from Japan and dubbed it over. So it was a live action show from when we were kids that's beloved. Uh, I wouldn't say the show part is, but the books were more beloved. The Berenstein Bears. No, I'm talking about Where's Animorphs, Marvel? baby. Oh. <laughs> the look on your face. <sighs> yeah. Um, Animorphs, the massively popular kids book from the 90s, is finally headed to the big screen. I never read those because they seemed uh, really, really, really intensely homosexual. I read a couple of them. Uh, apparently, from what I've heard, the writer just kept writing them. Even after they lost popularity? I mean, after they, they went through their peak in the 90s. But, like, they actually had a story, and apparently it turns into, like, some some dark shit. Like, they get into, like, race wars and, <laughs> and stuff. And I mean, by wars, I mean, like, actual war. Nice. <laughs> uh, for anyone that is unfamiliar with Animorphs, the main plot of Animorphs follows five cool, hip teens... With attitude. Jake, Marco, Cassie, Rachel, and Tobias, who have the ability to morph into any animal they touch, and they use these powers to fight a secret alien invasion on Earth. Are they rapists? Yeah. Why are they touching Apparently there's more than 35 million copies of Animorphs in print. Wow. The original run last was 96 to 01. You know what I'd rather see, Tim? And there's 54 of the books. Alex Mack. Alex Mack was awesome. Yeah. Wouldn't you much rather see that in his movie oh, yeah. rather than Animorphs? Oh, yeah. As long as we're digging up bullshit from Nickelodeon in the 90s. She could, like, turn into a puddle. A puddle, puddle of, like... Silver ooze. Silver ooze. I yeah. think that was her only superpower. Yeah, she got, like, irradiated from a factory or something. And the government was after her. The government... In that age of like nineties, it was like oh, it was some it was some chemical she got spilled on. It was like X two three seven, and the yeah, the and the guy, government the, were the, yeah, the they yeah. were looking for the X two three seven kid. Yeah. Make that a movie, Hollywood. <laughs> there's two there's two tickets sold. That's all. What you about need. like, uh, if what if we took like a kid sketch comedy show and took one of the beloved 
sketches, reoccurring sketches from that about like a, like a fake uh, fast food joint Ugh. and turn that into a movie. Yeah. And then you and me watched it. I, I or did a commentary of it because it's a great movie. Or we could not watch it because I've never seen it and it's probably not good. It's great. When's the last time you watched it, Tim? Uh, last year or the year before that, I think. I watch it pretty regularly. Oh, wow. I still enjoy that movie. Sinbad is in it. Come on. Um, I, I'm I actually I can't watch any movies with black people in it anymore. Linda Cardellini a, plays a in person. A, Linda Cardellini plays a sexy, insane lady. Is she actually sexy, or is she just like, are we told she's sexy? No, it's sexy. <laughs> for a kid, for a PG kids movie, it's pretty sexy. Is it as is that as sexy as uh, her appearance in one of the Scooby Doo movies where she got a big titty out? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, we've got one last news story, not we'll movie related. Go- Google that real quick. Unless you include Space Jam. Uh, they- we're talking about the NBA. Uh, I don't know if you heard about this, but uh, the NBA is going to start using wearables, as in wearable technology, in an effort to keep players and staff safe um, when the season restarts at Disney World. Uh, it's a ring. It's like a metal ring that they're going to wear. Uh, and it's, it's a smart ring. It's, <laughs> I did not know it was Disney branded quote, Disney magic band. Uh, it, it has an individual pulse oximeter and a smart thermometer, uh, built into it. Uh, so it, it like just reads their biometric data and then goes, they're sick. They're sick. You know, Basically. A, person, a person who's running a lot and maybe uh-huh. their body temperature rises and their heartbeat beats real fast. <laughs> That's oh God, he's got COVID. No, he's just going for a slam dunk. Here's oh God, he's got COVID. Oh no, he's just trying to play defense. Here's the thing, man. I... There were, when when five G started happening, right? Five G. There was the five G scare earlier this year, right? Uh, what do you mean? "Quote unquote" scare that people are afraid of five G. People being afraid of five G as a technology. Um, didn't they like? Didn't they put a bottle, a, a pot of water next to five G antenna and it boiled it? Probably not. Yeah. Doesn't it spread the coronavirus? Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't it also make you gay? Yes. And and, and it also turns you into a frog. Uh, does it? Doesn't it like uh, make? Make racial tensions escalate. Yep. Why do we? Why do we need this oh technology? My God, no. Um, I think the way because one of the five G scares thing was uh, the tracking, right? Uh, well, y- yeah. Yeah. Are, do you, are you not afraid of that? I are you not afraid? I'm of not. That? I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is, and then there's the whole. Uh, the Bill Gates uh, microchip yeah, vaccine Bill, thing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, also not outside the realm I'm, of possibility. I know. I'm not saying that's outside. The, what I'm saying is that uh, those are more old school. Uh, Mark of the Beast type things. Mark of the Beast type things. I think how they're going to get us is with the wearables. Uh, that's how they got us with. They already got us, Tim, with these. 
basically. Because I mean, the, the reason why I'm against 5G is, uh, like, there's no consumer need to push it, right? Like, our phones, uh-huh. our phones are already fast. Yeah. But what 5G does is it's, it's more bandwidth. That's, that's yes. the key. Yeah. And the bandwidth allows them to send more data from your phone back to them. Yes. Without interrupting your flow of information at all. Yep. So you don't notice a slowdown because your brain's like, I'm... Um, this is so much faster than 4G, but it's only like 30% faster because the other big boost is them just like getting more and more metric data about you Yeah, that they can then put on your file underneath the handle breaker and go like, oh, the handle breaker likes to go to Denny's. Let's serve him Denny's ads. Yeah. More, uh, more often. Yeah. But, but I think the, the, cause there was, we had a news story months ago about that it was like an Indiegogo for like a emotion, like a thing that you would wear around your neck and it would spray like emotions at you. Yeah. I think that's how they're going to get us. Uh, I mean, they've got, they've got people love their Fitbits, right? That like mm-hmm. measure their, their walking and it's like, if it's able to figure out altitude and oh, incline yeah. and stuff from, you know, just but, a very little bit What if your Fitbit now had anti, um, Viral technology, anti-corona viral yeah. technology. There's probably there, your your phone, your phone, your Google account already has uh, anti-corona stuff on it. Oh, there you have antivirus go, on it. <laughs> that you have to go opt out of in your Google account. Yeah. Um, Good thing uh, all our computers are already equipped with antivirus technology. Yeah, it's yeah. it's ridiculous the way the amount of data they're harvesting about you and the people are like. Yeah, this is good. Google, you need to track all everyone's data. That way you can let us know who's sick. Who's, who's like, oh, or sick or who is pro Trump. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, yeah, that too. Uh company, we need we need we really desperately need a right to privacy amendment that yeah. bans corporations from harvesting data. You know, they can harvest data about you, right? But it needs to have an expiration date. Like you can you can mm. keep user records for 2 years. And then you need to delete them. Yeah. I, I'm sure TOSs would just like put a thing in there that was like, we collect data every day. We collect data every day and we keep it forever until for the length of time you have your account. Otherwise, like we have to delete all your photos from two yeah. plus years ago. Yeah. Uh, but we need, we need to that like to be codified as a right of security so that basically we stop. Facebook and Google and Amazon from knowing everything about you. That's why they, everyone pushes their apps. Put the app, get the app, get the app, yep. get the app, yep. get the app. Because uh, the web page only sends data back and forth when you're connected to it. But the yes. app is in the background sending that data. So, you know, it's not just Google with the 5G that's getting your info. Facebook's yes, getting it and Amazon's getting it and they're getting your habits. And then they can use that information to subtly tweak your, which Facebook has already proven that it'll do. Yes. <laughs> tweak your, it's like, uh, oh, Tim goes to Denny's a little too often. Let's serve him some IHOP, IHOP ads. Because yeah. uh, IHOP paid us $11 million for advertising. Yep. And so you're like, you're like, oh man, that, uh. Oh, and Tim really loves Baconators. He loves Denny's and he loves bacon cheeseburgers. 
IHOP has a bacon cheeseburger, and you don't really put it together because it's like, I like Denny's. Yeah. You're like, that does look like a good bacon cheeseburger. And next thing you know, you're getting raped by a hateful <laughs> demon named Bill Gates because he's trying to take over the world. It's the Illuminati people. Open up your eyes. The goblins. The goblins are coming for us. I'm American. I'm fighting the program, and I'm fighting the programming, Tim. Oh, oh. You blacked out there. <laughs> you almost fell out of your, your chair. Uh, it was weird. You were just very silent for about 30 seconds. It's odd. Why do I... Why do I... Uh, why do I feel redder on, on my, in my whole body? Like I took a supplement. It's an InfoWars supplement we took. It's, it's, <laughs> it's a long release formula. <laughs> that fucking rice, <laughs> raw rice ass smelling <laughs> shit. You know, you know who we should make drink that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you have any left? Uh, yeah. Well, we got like four packets, and we only drank one of them. Yeah. So I think there's one around here somewhere. I have to find it. <laughs> well, this has been. It's the Ricky Donuts Network. It's the famous Reynolds fake news. A lot takes care of our legal obligations this week, Tim, but you know what doesn't take care of? What? Getting into that gorilla mindset. And if you want to help us do that, you can visit us at patreon.com forward slash HWIDG or newproject2.com forward slash HWIDG, which stands for... Here's what I don't get. Which... Is the name of the show, and uh, luckily there's a, there's a it's written right there. Yeah. I can read that every week. You can't. <laughs> uh, over there we have four tiers. We have the one buck tier, which gets you early access to each week's episode, plus our monthly minisodes. Uh, we also have our two buck tier. We throw the random bits and bobs to do here and there. Like if we were to de- do say do a commentary of a '90s movie that's not good, uh, that would end up there. Then we have a uh, five buck tier. We do our monthly bonus episodes. Here's what I do get, and we've got that coming up. Uh, we're going to record that actually in just a few minutes. And then finally we have our 10 buck tier where you, the fan submit a film and we sit down, uh, you vote, decide what film we watch. And we sit down and watch it, record a feature league commentary this month. The submissions are still open and currently, uh, on the list is independence day resurgence and the transporter. So if you're a $10 patron, check out last month's movie commentary and follow that link at the bottom to submit what movie you want us to see. But uh, Tim, why don't we get back to some issues? So what is your second issue this week? Here's what I don't get. The war that's constantly looming over our heads. What war? Of course, the I'm war, talking about the war the... against the machines. <laughs> no, I'm the talking war against about humans and mutants. Yes. No, the uh, the the war. Huh, yeah. What is it even good for? <laughs> Absolutely nothing. Say it again. The low now. rider wars of the early. <laughs> 2010s, yeah. Um, no, I'm talking about Jet the, Li's War <laughs> with Jason Statham. Yes, yeah. Uh, I never saw that. Was that any good? I never saw it either, uh, but it was just it popped in my head because I was thinking of War. Jet Li did a lot of shitty movies in the early 2000s. Dude, some of those movies are great. Have you seen some the, of them one? Are great. the one? Yeah, is one oh, of the, the one is great. All time. What's uh, Romeo Must Die? You ever see that? No, I kind of like that. It's 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 one of the dumber ones. Didn't he do one with? Uh, DMX or was DMX just in the soundtrack? Uh, I think I think he did do one with DMX. Uh, I just remember like him like on a there's like a spiral parking garage like the parking garage of the you know like a, like a like, what do you call it like the top floor of a parking garage and he's like jumping I think it was a parking garage might have been a building he, he jumps like, down the center hole. Well, but he's like going from like level to level, jumping down and uh. grabbing. I think that was that. 
Um, the console wars. No, I'm talking about the uh, Zoomer versus Millennial War. Oh, I'm totally team Zoomer on this. Millennials are all fags. I thought Millennials are huge fags I'm for glad, a long time. <laughs> I'm glad we agree on this, which is funny because... I read a book. I read okay. a book years ago. This yeah. was uh, this was probably like 2012. It yeah. was called Generation We, the, how the Millennials are going to change the world. And it was just like the biggest... It wasn't self-aggrandizing because it was a boomer that was writing it, but it was yeah. they were trying to manipulate us into being like, oh, we're all on the same team. We're uh-huh. totally not. No, no. Uh, but it was just... It was like... You could hear the sucking coming. It's like <laughs> millennials are more in touch with their the society and the needs of a global economy, and and it was just like it was globalist. It was no. pure propaganda. It was total garbage. And I rented it from the library, and I was really tempted to destroy it, mm-hmm. so no one else suffered that misfortune. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, the war, the the the, the looming war. It's. It's the, the shots have been fired. Um, and it's funny because, uh, I think the self-deprecating humor is a big part of the millennials, which is why I yeah don't, I, <laughs> which is, it's weird. I think the self-deprecating humor is a big part of millennial humor. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also there are millennials that don't think this is funny. <laughs> you know what I mean? There are millennials that are taking this seriously, as if like, um, really, I really I have like the no Zoomers side. are actually. I identify more with Gen X, I think, than yeah. I do millennials because millennials are useless, right? Yeah. But Zoomers are even more useless. Like a Zoomer, Zoomers can't. Zoomers use computers constantly, constantly, yeah. and have absolutely no idea how, how they, they function. Work. Yeah, not a fucking clue. Millennials, at least some millennials, know how computers function. Yeah, they don't know how like their cars work or yeah. any of the appliances in their uh-huh. home or like how math happens. Yeah, but they do know they do know that. But it's it's almost like since the greatest generation, each subsequent generation just knows less about how oh, the course. world around them functions because of technology. And then like, whatever comes after Zoomers will basically, like, that's idiocracy. Yeah. That'd be you think like, so? Yeah. It's just circular arguments. Like, plant, they, they you, you water it with Brondo. Well, why, why Brondo? Because <laughs> it's got electrolytes. What's electrolytes? <laughs> what plants crave. What plants crave. Um, but yeah, apparently, uh, the, the, the platform of choice, of course, for this war is TikTok. Oh, good. Um, I'm glad I'm not even on that front. No, uh, I just I just see the the video captured ones that get put on Twitter. Yeah. Um. Uh, I just I just like the that they're they're getting old enough to be able to insult their elders. Uh huh. And they in, chose us. I mean, we are. I mean, you know, you know. What I mean. Uh. Yeah, because we're not because we're not there. Parents, parents, their parents are Gen Xers. Yeah. Um, uh, I like uh, hashtag adulting. Yeah. Uh, when millennials pretend that they like have do anything worthwhile in society. Yeah. Like I adulted. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I, I did my taxes because I'm an adult, but yeah. the way I'm going to make up for it is by yeah. coloring in coloring book while watching terrible cartoons. <laughs> uh. The, the use of the word quirky. We use the word quirky? Yeah. 
Okay. Uh, but one of my favorites was uh, a, a, there's there's a couple I, there's a couple of words that, that Zoomers don't like. Uh, doggo. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I'm with them on that one. Derp. Uh, uh. Awesome sauce. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty gay. Yeah. Uh, small with the O. Yeah, S-O- I'm S-M-O-L. with them on that. Yeah. Uh, my favorite one though is uh, <laughs> there was a comment on one of the TikTok videos that said, "Don't worry, they won't find this. They're too busy reading BuzzFeed articles about how the '90s were better." <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. Uh, uh, one there's a one there was one TikTok that said, uh, "I'm tired of boomers bunching Gen Z and millennials together." Because I personally don't want to be associated with people who think Harry Potter movies are a personality trait. Oh wow! The, her- the that Harry is, Potter that is really hurtful. The, <laughs> the Harry Potter thing is a is a huge part of this war. I don't know if you've been paying attention. It's no, a huge part of this war. It's one of the main sticking points. Zoomers don't like Harry Potter. They just they just don't like how much millennials love like, Harry Potter. Love it. Yeah. yeah. I think Harry Potter was the last like ubiquitous cultural icon. Yeah. Do you do you can you agree with that or disagree with that? Because I think Harry Potter came right at a point where we still had there was a lot of mainstream to the mainstream media. And and I don't mean that in like the derogatory no, no, no. way. I just mean the way that like everyone did it. Everyone's when like before we were alive yeah all you had was five channels so everyone was watching one of five programs at seven o'clock on friday so even even up until the 2000s though like you're you're watching cable you're watching network television if you're really fancy you're watching hbo yeah we're all going to the same movies yeah we're so like the the you couldn't really sweep the culture the way harry potter did i remember when we had a we had a big family reunion uh when i was in high school it might have been 2005 6 maybe it was after my grandfather died and we've got four no three generations of our family there my uh-huh. grandmother my mom and her brothers and sisters and all of my cousins yeah and every single one of us 26 people in the family yeah Every single one of us that were above the age of reading had read all the books. Yeah. And I think there were only up to like six at that point. Yeah. yeah. So, but if we were to have that same thing today, not, I don't think you could find a one commonality uh, in, in media consumption between such a dot, because we're also, gotcha, gotcha. we're also like, I'm from Oklahoma. One part of the family lives in Boston. One part of the family lives in California. One part of the family lives in Maryland. Uh, one part of the family lives in Virginia. Like we're all over the, the country. We're all over the spectrum as like ages, not really genders. Cause all my cousins are mostly girls. Yeah. But well, that's anecdotal, but I think that's also societal in the way that like it was an obsession and like twilight, twilight was huge, but it was, it was not quite as huge. And every, the hunger games was not even as big as twilight. Like no, every no. single one, it just can't because we can like kind of pick and choose the little media. We I would say do. the closest thing would probably be the Marvel movies. I think the, the, they are, but there's like, they're still not that they're still not that huge. No. Like there's still people that are just like, Oh yeah, I never saw any of them. Yep. It's not like star Wars, you know, yeah. everyone saw star Wars. Yeah. Everyone. Yeah. 
Except for me. I never saw any of them. <laughs> uh, don't know what it is. Don't even know what it is. I don't know why I brought What's it What's a dash up. render? <sighs> what is a dash render? <laughs> <laughs> is, that like a, is that like an Adobe script? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, the, I think that's why Zoomers are not into it. Millennials, like so many yeah. millennials are so into it yeah. because it was the last thing. Like, yeah, these days on. you, these days, like everyone's got their own pocket communities. Yeah. yeah. You're watching like whatever your favorite YouTuber is and yeah. like one show on Hulu and one show on Netflix. Yep. And every and he like Tiger King pops up and everyone watches it for one week and then everyone forgets about it and no I'm the first person to mention Tiger King in six months. Yep. But then there's people like I mean I have access to it. I haven't watched it. Uh, yeah, exactly. I don't even have access to it. And I don't I really care. I vaguely remember the news story about when it, it happened. When it happened. Yeah. Because we live we here. We live here. <laughs> um, but yeah, Harry Potter is one of the big things. It's. <sighs> It's in, in almost every uh, Zoomer uh, attack I've seen, there's a Harry Potter mention of some sort. Uh, huh. uh, here's one. Uh, they be tw- 34 talking about, I'm a Hufflepuff. Like, <laughs> I saw this one. Grow up and do a line of Coke already. <laughs> uh, the Harry Potter stuff is so cringy. I might, I might add that to my list of, of issues. Uh, they're worried about their Harry Potter house, but they live in a one-bedroom apartment. All worried about the wrong houses. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one that I saw. Yeah. Or uh, what about, ugh, I hate adulting. Just give me a slice of pizza and wine. Like, Rebecca, you're 32 and an alcoholic. Please sit down. <laughs> uh, all millennials do is take Pottermore quizzes and be in student loans debt. Gen Z does not claim them. This is uh, this is what the boomers want, though. Oh, of course, the they boomers want. Us, want us they want millennials war. fighting a two front war. They want us fighting them from below and from above, so that they can continue yes. to run the world into a fiery ball of death. Yeah, which is, but that's why I don't understand it because the self deprecating humor is a millennial thing, and I think this shit is hilarious. But some millennials don't. Yeah. Well, some millennials don't. I think millennials are the first generation of people that that don't have the ability to ha- like take a joke because our whole do you remember do you remember this is a great example of it do you remember our freshman year in high school when we won the spirit stick yes do you remember what happened the rest of that day uh beatings beatings yeah just like Violent beatings in the hallways for no re- no, for no, no reason. reason. Like I don't even I didn't even cheer. I don't give a fuck. But uh, my guy kicked the shit out of you because I'm a senior and you're a freshman. Yeah. Right? yeah. Now, do you remember what happened our sophomore year when the freshman won the spirit stick? Uh, same thing. Nope. One of the co because well, this is what happened our freshman. They happened. Year, right? They happened. This is what happened our freshman year. Right. We won. And the entire rest of the school starts chanting freshman, freshman beat, beat down. down. Yeah. yeah. So they win the spirit stick and we start chanting freshman beat down. And one of and the coaches comes right. out center stage and, and goes, like, no, oh, none of that. no, 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 y'all. There is not going to be any freshman beat down today. And those kids had a chip on their shoulder for the rest of the time they were in the school. And we were also in the school. Yeah. And then our junior year, because Pep rallies used to be at like 
10 o'clock on Friday. Yeah. And then they, our junior year, they changed them to three o'clock on Friday uh-huh. or two o'clock or whatever. It, so it, it was, was, it was now an, an eighth period instead of a second period. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, which meant that a lot of times I just went Left. to work. <laughs> um, and it was to keep those beatings from happening. Yes. But it was, it was a coddling. It, it yeah. was a, like you never had to face adversity. And so I can only imagine in the 10 year, 11 years since we graduated from high school that that has gotten more and more and more prevalent. Yep. And even above us, like when we were in school, when we were in, in elementary school, it was about like feelings and we had to talk things out and you weren't allowed to have fighting. Yeah. And it's basically written. We've made a generation of pussies who can't <laughs> handle confrontation. Yeah. Yeah. That that's where we are. That's why we can't take jokes because, you know, when you called someone when you called someone names when we were kids, instead of that person going like, "Well, fuck you," mm-hmm. and walking and just walking away, they would go, "Teacher, teacher, teacher yeah. he called me a faggot," and then and you're like, "Yeah, well, stop acting like a faggot," <laughs> and then you go to the principal's office, yeah. and so because of that, we now have like we can take jokes, yeah. But I think there's a vast majority of millennials who can't. And that, and I remember in, in high school, it was even... So, do you remember the... What happened when someone got in a fight in our high school? Everyone would crowd around and cheer. Okay. What happened to those two people? Uh, if they got caught, they both got suspended. Yes. Yeah. The zero tolerance policies. Is the zero tolerance policies. I think that was part of it, too. Oh yeah, that was a big part. Because you can't, because that meant that you got you in trouble fight for back. You got in trouble for standing up for yourself. Yeah, yeah. That that is, I think, a huge dysfunction in schools is that, you know, like you like imagine like imagine like a big old dude, mm-hmm. and a small skinny dude. Mm-hmm. The small skinny dude is subjected to daily because I mean you're with you're with these you're around these people all the time. Yeah. Tries to avoid it, but he's subjected to daily, you know, just bullying. Let's you yeah, know, just you know, and he's he uh, he suffers it for six months of school. Yeah, and one day he snaps. Yeah, the bully slaps him up, upside the head. And he goes mental and starts beating, wailing on him. Yeah, that kid gets suspended. Yeah. And that mark in his record, and then maybe doesn't get into the the good high school that he wanted to go to, yeah. and then maybe it's, doesn't. Yeah the the thing about the zero tolerance policy is that also in your in your story, right? It's not just it's not just he doesn't just like get fucked with every day for six months, and then one day snaps. No, no, no. Uh, teachers see this. Yep. Administrators see this. Yep. He goes to people and tries to get assistance, yeah. and they're just like. Well, we didn't see it, so or they call the bully in and they're like trying to do a counseling thing, which just makes the bully more mad. And the yep. next time he sees him, he's like, Why are you fucking tell it? And then and then he snaps. And it's like they act they act as if this thing just happened out of the oh, this just came out of nowhere. The, it or, just magically manifested. Everyone's got phones these days. I recorded I recorded it on my phone. Here it is. You're not allowed to have a phone, Tim. Why do you have your phone in class? <laughs> Suspension. Suspension. Or, and then, and then what does he do? What? He uh, puts it on Twitter and tweets all the local news stations. No. Yeah. That's what's happening these days. 
he gets uh, expelled from the school. Yeah. For making them look bad. For making them look bad. Jesus Christ. It was, um, yeah. So I don't, I don't, I personally don't get why, uh, why, why millennials aren't finding this hilarious. Yeah, I think but, it's funny. Yeah. But uh, then again, I also, there's, there's I, one that was. Uh, I feel like we we belong in a shadow generation, right? Yeah, where it's like we're the we're the front end of the millennials, but we're the ta- tail, tail end, end of, of the, the Xers. Xers, yeah. and we're not quite Gen X, but we're also not huge fags. Mm-hmm. I like 1985 to 1995. Yeah. yeah, that's that's like this gray zone. Here's here's one this is the actual uh, TikTok. It's it says. Uh, yes, I'm a millennial. Hashtag Hillary 2016. Uh, I love Harry Potter. I'm a plant mom. Oh. I drink my coffee like a hashtag girl boss. I love gentrification and female CEOs. <laughs> uh, daughter of the witches you couldn't burn. Yeah. That was a specifically a uh, female millennial attack, but it's hilarious. It is very funny. Well, uh, that's a good issue, Tim. But uh, here's what I don't get. The ass blasting. Like uh, when you go to uh, a Taste of India? No, like the... Uh, get rec- you some ass blasting. The record number Vindaloo? of people who are going to need ass reconstruction surgery <laughs> after this weekend. Oh, gotcha. Because they are losing their fucking minds about Trump being in town. Yeah. I I browse Craigslist partially for like stuff to see if like I find something interesting. Yeah. But I'll, but I also browse it for entertainment because like you go to the free section on Craigslist and there is some funny fucking stuff. <laughs> uh I started I started seeing these these postings which are clearly fake uh ads. Yeah. This one's easy money for a few hours. Looking for a few people to hand handle out flyers before the Trump rally on Saturday. You must be energetic, approachable, and polite. No visible piercings or tattoos, please. The pay is about fifteen dollars an hour, cash negotiable. Please email why you should be selected. That's not one of the bad ones. This this is the one I was looking for. Uh nope, that's not the one either. There's one So these ads, I think, exist for one of two reasons, right? One is uh, one is either people trying to lure in Trump supporters to fuck with them, uh-huh. like getting getting personal details and doxing them, or like meeting them in person and just like hazing them. Yeah, yeah. But this one's really funny. Or the media, like media, screenshots it and goes reports. Uh, Trump rally hires black. Yeah, rally yeah. members, and then here's this ad that says free tickets for sign holders for Trump rally. Do you want to be on TV? We have free tickets to the rally if you're willing and able to hold up signs that say black Black's people for, for Trump. Yeah, yeah. If you have COVID, we are not responsible. If you get violently attacked by attendees, we are not responsible. You must be African American to apply for tickets. Contact Brad and then a phone number. Which is likely fit. False. But just, just imagine, right? You don't like Trump. I don't. Uh, you don't like the rally. I don't, I don't care. <laughs> okay, you've already you've already mi- yeah, missed yeah, yeah, a thing. Yeah. And let's say I don't like the rally. Let's say you don't like the rally, right? And let's say you're motivated 
to say I'm gonna I need I I need to like do something to make a difference. Yeah. And your your thought is this is what I'm gonna do. Yeah. I'm gonna make a fake ad on Craigslist like this one that says free ICU party for you. It's a party time at the Trumpicil rally. Bring your kids, take pictures with Chuck Darwin for free. And then it's like a Photoshop poster of like Corona Fest 2020. <laughs> Come for the racism, stay for the plague. Yeah. Like, I'm going to show them Trump supporters by telling them they want to go get sick. <laughs> but it's like, it's everywhere. Like, everyone's losing their fucking mind. They're just so beyond ass blasted about. And it's been, they've been ass blasted for years. Years they've been ass blasted. And the question that I have to ask myself is, and I'm going to ask you this, Tim. What, if any difference, has been made in your life with Trump as the president? He hasn't done much. What, what, if anything, of any difference was made in your life by Barack Obama being president? Uh, I think the ACA did some stuff for me. The, the Americans with Cervical Cancer Association? <laughs> the Affordable Care Act. Yeah, did it? Obamacare did, it, did some things for me. Did it cost you seven hundred fifty dollars a year? Because that's what it did for me. I'm, 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 I'm Thanks, no. Obama. I mean, the the thing is, the thing is, like, the president does so little. Yeah. So being this upset about this shit, because I have I have a bunch of these screenshots of different people. There's one here, free your coward commander, fake man, and fake president. And then it's two links to once to a YouTube video, once to a HuffPost article. Like, oh, Huffington <laughs> Post against Donald Trump? Who could have possibly seen yeah. that coming? 2.9 million, million votes, more than fixed news, has primetime viewers. Say he is nothing but an ass wipe. Coward posing in a suit three sizes too big for his ass. I don't know what the point of this posting was, but someone was just like, I'm so mad I'm going to yeah. post on Craigslist. And they just, they keep, they keep coming. Yep. Uh, the people that were like losing their minds about, uh, you can't go outside. You're going to get Corona. And they're like, I hope all you people at the Trump rally get Corona and kill your grandmas. Oh, it's like, I wanted to kill my grandma months ago. Why couldn't I kill my grandma? Fuck you. I saw a tweet the other day. Coughing is the new N word. In the way uh, I, now, now here's here's what I I'm, I'm fairly sure they were talking about in the in the way that uh like I watched the Karen compilation the other day uh-huh. and it's the Karen it's like it's the lady it's the Karens that are that are they get uh that freak out when they get they, they get told to put a mask on in a store uh-huh. and they go around coughing on people you know they get you see them get real mad and they just go and they cough yeah. cough at you. I think that's that's what the guy meant, but in a more general sense. Documentary, why are whites so racist? We're making a documentary tackling a serious question. Why? Why are things the way they are? We're looking for all sorts of folks to speak their minds. Interviews about past experiences and your thoughts today. Help enlighten the world. Why are whites so racist? The more mindful and insightful the answer, the more likely to be called for a follow-up interview. I mean, there's a pretty obvious answer for it that they're not other than that uh if you're looking for an actual if they're looking for an actual answer why why are things the way they are maybe because uh 13 of the population commits 55 percent of all crime 
Maybe, maybe, I don't know. Maybe <laughs> that. That might have a something to do with it. Free hashtag MAGA ass, MAGA hat. They, they put the A of MAGA, MAGA to mean ass hat. So it's yeah. make America great ass hat. Uh-huh. Rally smackdowns, and then there's a picture of some like weird dude wearing a unitard with some black ladies. That's a weird picture. Yeah. Hashtag Magasats, beware. You will be hunted at the Trumbacile rally. You have been warned, especially your chicken shit boogaloo boys, as shown in this picture. And I guess these guys are supposed to be boogaloo boys, but um, that don't look like boogaloo boys. No. Uh, and also, like, who who's inciting violence here? Is it? Is it the Trump people? No. No. Trump. The Trump people aren't posting like, hey, have fun with your fucking Juneteenth rally. We're going to hunt down you nakers and drag you through the town. But one, but the other people can be like, we're going to come burn you alive because you have the different views than we do. And it's like, that's totally fine. That's a movement <laughs> of peace. That's a peaceful protest. Uh, I... I just don't get, I just, I, I get holding a grudge, right? Yeah, yeah. And I hold a grudge for a long time, but you hold a grudge against like something that happens to you and matters, right? I feel like those are the two mm-hmm. things that have to, you have to have to hold a grudge. And I just don't feel like Donald Trump getting elected president happened to you, right? That's me, no. But did it happen to anybody, right? Who, who does who does that happen to? Oh my God, a president I didn't vote for is president. Oh, I can't fucking believe this. This hasn't happened since eight years ago. <laughs> that happened yeah. before then, uh-huh. and then you know, sit to what? I guess it was sixteen years ago that happened to you, and then. 16 years prior to that, that happened to you. And 16 years prior to that, that happened to you. It's just like, it's a cyclical thing. Yeah. You can't you can't handle not having a Democrat as president for four years. You just cannot handle this. Like, say what you will about the Tea Party. But they, they weren't just like rabidly violent against... Preaching rabid violence against the people that they didn't like in office. They wanted change. They wanted pol- their protesting policy and change and actions, not just a person. Yeah, it was. They didn't hate Obama because he was Obama. They hated Obama's policies because they disagreed with them. And people just like I don't like I don't even know like what what I don't even know what Trump's policies are other than being a huge asshole to absolutely everyone around him and inflating his own ego. Right. That those are his policies. So, Oh, there was a, Oh, what was the quote I read? It was, he doesn't know what he's doing, but he's doing it for himself. Yeah. (laughs) So like what substantial change do you think that this one guy is going to make that's going to affect your life? Oh, he's going to cut tax on billionaires. Oh, that really hurts you. A person who makes thirteen eighty five yeah. working at Reesers, like oh man, I can't believe they cut the tax on billionaires. God damn it! I don't even pay taxes, and I'm just upset about this. Me not paying taxes does not affect billionaires paying taxes. I, I don't get me wrong; I would love a real candidate too. I would love like a candidate who came out and was like, "I'm going to tax the fuck out of corporations," because yep. you motherfuckers are not getting tax refunds anymore. Nope. And uh, and I'm going to end all this like judicial supremacy 
No more judges uh, legislating from the bench. Okay. I'm going to get rid of uh, people that spread. I'm going to get rid of cable news. I want common sense First Amendment control. No more, no more news. No more journalists. You're done. <laughs> you guys fucked up. You yeah. fucked up. And you are now a second class of citizens. It's going to be a caste system, right? There's going to be journalists. Then it's going to be a slave class. Uh-huh. And then there's going to be everybody else. And if you're a journalist, um, you are just going to be a slave until you're dead. And then we won't have journalists anymore. And once that happens, right, then we'll get rid of lawyers. Same thing. When we start running out of journalists as a slave class, then the lawyers will be the slave class. <laughs> uh and eventually we'll just have a nation of human, like, like rational human beings that can have a conversation with one another. But that's my issue. It sounds like fantasy. The ass blasting. Yeah. yeah, it is fantasy. The, I, I really, I really think the solution is what I talked about last week where we just, we build two communes uh-huh. and just like a true experiment. Pause all legislation in the United States for for 25 years and just see what happens with those communes and then go, huh, seems like your policies are kind of fucking dumb on that, on that little square. Yeah. I've always wondered how, I think one of the problems is that we're too big. Well, that was the whole point of it being United States was that each state would handle stuff inside the state, but, it, growing federalism and more yeah. and more nationalistic powers have yeah. have completely ruined that. Yeah. Yeah. And every time like like take for instance gay marriage, right? For it or against it. It was a state's it was a state issue. Mm-hmm. Some states had it, some states didn't. Yeah. And then it went to the Supreme Court and the Supreme Court got to decide for everybody. And uh it's just like we didn't. We didn't elect you. That's a, that's one of the biggest problems. Uh, and you get to you get to just like strike down. Uh, you want to go get gay married? I for years people would go to Connecticut. Yep. I think Connecticut was the first place that had gay marriage. Go go get gay married in Connecticut, and then just come back to Oklahoma and be like, "Gotcha, fuckers." Uh, but. Yeah, states aren't allowed to make their own decisions. And I think that started happening in, in the 40s and 50s with stuff like the federal highway funds and basically manipulating. Like, the uh, there was a national speed limit in the 70s, 55 really? miles an hour. Huh. Yeah, uh, it was the 70s. It's funny because sh- studies have shown, by now, studies have shown speed limits do absolutely nothing. nothing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they showed it at the time, too. But uh, it was a national speed limit, but it wasn't a national speed limit because the federal government can't mandate a speed limit, but the states can. So what the federal government did was they were like, uh, yeah, here's a hundred million dollars in highway funds. If you set your speed limits at 55 miles an hour, if you don't, well, so all the states individually yeah. set their yeah. speed limits. And then, and then finally, I think that cha- that just got rescinded because it's fucking dumb. Well, it led to Sammy Hagar. I mean, that was, that Jesus was probably the, they were like, like, Oh God, this song sucks. <laughs> <laughs> we got to repeal the speed limits. This song sucks. <laughs> it's called Van Halen, not Van Hagar. <laughs> God uh. damn it. 
Sheila, get my bill writing stuff. It's it's really dusty and in a drawer tucked away because I haven't done my job in fucking decades. Ah, there it is. All right. Uh, no more speed limit 55. All right. I'm just going to submit that to Congress and I'm sure it'll get uh, really filled with a bunch of pork barrel bullshit. And <laughs> then by the end of this, uh, we won't have to listen to Sammy Hagar ever again. No, but then, but but we will have to listen to the guy from Extreme, I think. Oh, Extreme? Right? Wasn't he the guy from Extreme? Sammy Hagar? No, because there was a third guy in Van Halen. Oh, I don't know. He did one album. I think it was. I think he was the guy from Extreme. Well, that's my issue with the ass blasting. I just, I just don't get how you can be so upset over something so trivial. And people pretend like it's not that true. That's a big deal. Like, but is it? Anyway, well, this has been. Here's what I don't get. I'm Tad Burt. I'm Tim the Handlebreaker. Catch you guys next week. If you want to call the Heroes Again hotline, call us at 704-750-9434 and tell us what you don't get, like this person who called into the voicemail hotline to tell me what a racist piece of shit I am. <laughs> God damn it. Every fucking time I change devices, I got to come through here. Okay, Tab, what I don't get is that you said systemic racism is not a problem. Mm-hmm. And let me explain to you what systemic racism is. All right. Systemic racism all is yours. I walk in the store, you walk in the store, who gets followed around? Me. I'm a black man from Arizona. Uh-huh. Grew up here my whole life. Uh-huh. Um, another thing, if you get pulled over. Is them following you around in the store corporate policy? If not, not really systemic. Do you get talked to politely by a police officer? No. Or do you get picked out of the car and then thrown on the ground? That's what the problem with systemic race. Do you talk politely to the officer before he pulls you out of the car and throws you to the ground? Because uh, police officers have been nothing but rude to me my entire life, and it's because I'm a man. <laughs> I mean, they're much more rude to men than they are to women. Yeah. Because, uh, yeah, well. So uh, you're over two. Now, I also agree that the programs that they try to institute to fix that have been largely a failure. So if you say, like, you know, we should hire my minorities, I get it. That's racist. You maybe are not hiring the best candidates. But the fact is, most of these companies and most of these people are largely run by white men. So if you don't institute that, then how do you get black men jobs at all? Because how do, I don't know how you do that. I mean, uh, you get fucking qualified to do a job and then you get hired, you know, regardless of the color, creed or skin. Or- Studies have shown that people with black sounding names with the same qualifications get hired less than white people. Yeah. And like, so, so you putting in a quota, to make sure they hire black people solves that problem. No, I, I mean, I, you know, my, I believe in, uh, meritocracy blind. Uh, yeah. Blind interviews. Blind. Yeah. Yeah. Because of that.
putting in a diversity because then you have to question, am I on this team because I was qualified or am I on this team because I'm a black person and I need a black person? Like the Reddit, like the new Reddit admin. Yeah, yeah. I want them to hire a person of color. Well, we just need we need a token black guy to be on the on the team. Putting in putting in the quota is not the solution. Or their religious beliefs would get a job based on their merits. That's not America. America is so, uh, you know, everybody is just like, you know, the patriarchy is real. And also the fact that people, you know, nepotism is real. So nepotism, nepotism is real, yeah. but nepotism is not based on race. It's based on relationships. I hired Tim to be the co-host on this podcast because we're <laughs> friends and have conversations. Yeah. I didn't hire him because like there was, there was I no, inter- I did not submit an there was no interview <laughs> process or anything. I was just like, Tim, I think you'd be a good fit for the show. Let's do it. Right. Yeah. Nepotism is, is real, but that's not systemic racism. That's, that's tribalism. You hire your friends because you like your friends. That's human nature. You, you'll never be able to get away from that. Unless you do corporate policy that says uh, a person who has a pre-existing relationship with another person is not allowed to be part of the interviewing and hiring process, yeah. which would be fair. You know, the fact that you're not a rich white man, you might not have experienced the joys that other white men get, but that doesn't mean it's not there. And again, this is Drunk Skills from Arizona. Have a good one. I mean, I feel like we addressed all of those points. Like you're, you're going to, I, how many jobs do I need to be turned down from because I'm a white person before I'm, you know, so they could hire a person of color before I'm a victim here. How many, how many job listings for theater jobs need to have to say at the bottom? Uh, we, we, Applicants that are people of color, LGBTQ plus, or women, are preferred. Do I need to read before I'm a victim? And I can cry like a bitch and get programs to come just dump money into my home uh, to encourage me not to get married, because that's the way to solve poverty, by the way. Something like 60% of African Americans, if it's a, are married less likely to be live in poverty. So is marriage racist now? <laughs> I mean, that's just math. <laughs> <laughs> but there's, it's culture. There's a culture in the community that encourages a lack of marriage. It happens in white families too. I, granted, it happens in, in the white community too because we've spent the last 40 years completely destroying the whole idea of marriage as being a th- even a thing that's worthwhile, which is why millennial women are on their OnlyFans fucking flaunting their ass and showing their tits and not having any meaningful relationships. And then they hit 35 and the egg starts to drop and they're like, oh no! Man, fuck Target. Okay. Oh, great. My phone does this thing where when I'm driving, I'm using the phone like I really shouldn't be. Um, 
my screen just kind of locks up. So I'm going to have to sit and kind of talk. And so uh, uh, the phone voicemail thing runs out. And, yeah, so now you'll be entertaining for three minutes while I drive home, which is really unfortunate for you guys. If you want to cut this off at any point, please nope, do. Nope, nope. <laughs> but, yeah, I basically just wanted to call and say, fuck Target. Who gives a shit about Target? Burn all the Targets you want. Okay. I hate Target. Okay. <laughs> let's burn all the targets you want. Let's do it. Let's let's take down all the conservative, all the uh, Confederate monuments. Yeah, I'm I'm all for it. Fuck Target. Fuck Confederate monuments. That won't lead to anything else. Will it? Will what? it? That would, well, that would be a slippery slope, and everyone would keep fucking lecturing me about how for years now, when I said, "Well, you do this, it'll lead to this next thing." That's a slippery slope. When it really just kind of feels like it's them saying, "Like, oh, uh, I don't have an argument to counter you, but I want to pretend like I'm smarter than you, so I think you're fucking stupid." <laughs> and then here we are down the slippery slope where I've been totally correct this whole time. So yeah, burn all the fucking targets you want. Not like they'll burn down black-owned businesses, which is happening. Hate everything, Tab. I agree with you. I kind of, I fucking despise being told what to do. And yeah. typically, I will do the opposite. But I fucking hate the police. I hate Target. I hate the government so much that I can't abide them killing anyone. I can. <laughs> they kill murderers. They killed Timothy McVeigh. I was really fine with that. Hello? Who is this? <laughs> Man, I hope this runs out soon because... Uh, no, you got three minutes. Yeah. If you call into the voicemail hotline and this happens, you have three minutes to fill. <laughs> uh, the crowd's starting to get restless. Boo! <laughs> Boo! I have no love for corporate America. I have no love for the cops. Yeah. But to think that things stop when it's just like, oh, we burnt down the Target in a oh, police yeah. precinct. There, like, uh, something like 141 buildings have been damaged or destroyed in Minneapolis. And and a lot of them, a lot of them, and this is crazy, I know. Oh, well. yeah. In the I black sides like of town. Idiot. So who's really, who's really the long-term victim here? It's not. It's not Target. Target. Unless you burn all of them. Unless you unless you burn all of them, like they can write off. They can write. They can probably write off. What, how many targets are there in in the country? The target that burned in uh, well, in, like a, in Minneapolis. Yeah, they're like they they didn't give a shit. No. So there's probably like like ten thousand targets in the U.S. Sure, round number. So uh, yeah, probably they could probably write off like. 200 of them before they'd be like oh uh-huh. uh that's a that's a big loss leader yeah yeah <laughs> so yeah they they don't care maybe they'll rebuild i guess they did commit that's to rebuild but there it goes yeah. uh but like the the things that won't come back are the the smaller stores, mm-hmm. the stores that these people like put the, the restaurants that have been destroyed. There's there's been countless stories of them, and sure it's anecdotal evidence, but it's evidence nonetheless. Like riots don't solve your problem, protests will solve your problem. 
You go out during the daytime, you hold your little sign that says, you know, I care. And then and, and you get on TV, but then the sun goes down. And unless you're holding a candlelight vigil, you leave. So when you go out at night, you're no longer a protester. You're a rioter and you're destroying things and you're destroying you're destroying your neighbor's livelihoods. And it's disgusting. And like I said before, you know, when they burn down the target, what stops them from then going into the neighborhood? Oh, we ran out of targets to burn down. Uh, let's let, let's burn down these these uh, nice looking apartments. Where does Tav live? Some some mediocre looking apartments, <laughs> but I'm next to some nice looking apartments, yeah. and uh, I'm not stupid enough to think the little chain link fence is going to stop a crowd, and especially because my apartments are between like a nice apartments and a place where people get rowdy. Right, so it's just like, oh, or rowdy. Those are nice looking apartments. I'm angry. Let's burn down Tab's house. Those are our voicemails. Is there anything you want to add, Tim? Would you like to say the N word? No, no, I'm good. Uh, I did see. Uh, uh, do you remember um, the the young child uh, Ruby? Uh, no, the first African-American girl to go to school in the South. Okay. Yeah. The one that Forrest Gump handed her her little book. Yeah. yeah, yeah. What about her? Um, she's old. She's as old as my dad. Yeah. To show your dad money. No, <laughs> uh, I, I missed one. There's actually, there's one from the discord. I don't care about what you're doing. <clears throat> hey guys, it's Darkic Man here. The only guy has to worry about his dick coming home in the middle of the night with a big flat screen. Anyways, uh, here's what I don't get. Why hasn't anyone done a cover of that Papa Roach song? I forget the name of it, but uh, you know about cocks. And this is how it would go, you know, it would be like... Cock my life into pieces. My wife likes big black cocks. La- what do last you think? That's the name of the song. Yep. So, uh, yeah. No, I mean, it, it sound- I'm trying to parody the to parody of the title, but it's uh, the last bull. <laughs> uh, now that's our last actual voicemail. Now that I have actually checked out, did you hear about Phoenix Jones? Yeah, he turned into uh, he's he went into the Chaz and, and turned evil, turned evil like a, like, like a, like a <laughs> straight out of a comic book storyline. Uh, uh, they'll have to his friends will team together and they'll they'll redeem him and bring him back to the side <laughs> of the light. Well, this has been here's no good. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll catch you next week. See you.